0: Hey, it's your old pal, Nick jerky you. in case you were wondering, this is to a certain degree you're listening to a certain degree, a very special episode number two zero six. This originally aired on WPRK on November 16th, 2020 features a few people, some of my favorite creatives in town talking about sleep and their need for it or their lack of it. And then I revisit A couple of interviews with one of my favorite people neil arthur james known to many as dandy darkly known to fewer as chet chastain he did both of the characters during the interviews during the two interviews one in 2017 one in 2020 as those characters because he was going to be in the fringe festival and uh he was as dandy darkly he did not get a chance to do chet chastain because this year's Fringe Festival was, of course, canceled, unfortunately. He has pivoted lovely, lovely, wonderfully to a new web series called The Two Plies of Coronet County. You should definitely watch it. Uh, we don't talk about that because I haven't had him on since. That's a new thing that he's working on. But he does talk about endorsing some of my bad business ideas as those characters, Dandy Darkley and Chet Chastain. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy you're listening to a certain degree i'm your host nick You. this would normally be a show where i would interview people live on the radio on wprk the best radio station that has ever been or ever will be in my opinion and also in reality but unfortunately we're not in the studio right now so what i'm doing for the interim is recording shows actually not recording shows making clip shows of past appearances of amazing guests. In this case, we're gonna hear from some people talking about sleep, because I like talking to creative people about when they sleep, how often they sleep, because I don't seem to get much, and I'm not creative relatively speaking compared to a lot of the people who are going to be uh, on this show i like to be self-deprecating apparently so then we'll talk to a gentleman with many many different voices many characters in his head neil arthur james who has come into town many times i say many a lot for the fringe festival unfortunately we did not have it this year and so he did not get to premiere his new character, Chet Chastain, but we'll be hearing from him a little bit later. Before that, let's talk to some people, some creative people, about sleep. I have too many
1: things on my plate. <laughs> I, I would love the idea of sleeping through, you know, the weekend, but then I just I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea or a project or a deadline that I want to hit and I would just rather get it done than just sit in bed and anxiously wonder.
0: So that's your version of the night terrors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can see that? You're yes. literally wearing a shirt that says I'm ride or die until about 9 p.m. or so.
2: Because I have to get my sleep.
0: How much do you have to sleep?
2: So I need a solid eight. If I get a solid eight
0: you're functional. I am
2: functional. Wow. Okay. If I don't, I, I feel ill. And I, <laughs> so I'll take a nap.
0: Okay. I nap so I can't a nap. Lot. I'm terrible at napping.
2: I'm not. My body wakes up an hour later. Boom. Oh, I don't really? even need to set an alarm clock or anything. And
0: you're awake then?
2: And I'm wide awake, ready to go.
0: My problem is I have trouble going to sleep, regardless if it's a nap or a you know, a regular sleep. Is that what they call it? Mm. Sleep? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then what happens is I have trouble waking up. So Always? like a 30 to hour, um, 60 minute nap it uh, will kill me. Really? Yeah. Is it hard then, for you to
2: wake up in the morning? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. How much sleep are you getting?
0: Uh, four to oh,
2: three man. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, maybe that's your problem. Yeah.
0: Mondays are a little bit weird just because I have to get up early to do this. But yeah, it's it's not a lot. so my doctor
3: says sleep's very important. Mm -hmm, Sure. You know, obviously, you know, all sleep is important. I've tried to become more, um, I'm more, I guess more obvious, or I guess I'm paying more attention to it. I even have the, on my iPhone, the whole, you know, the bed sleep one, you know, on your timer. When you go to your clock, there's like one that's like a little bed and you actually, it'll tell me a reminder like, Hey, make sure you go to bed. So you get seven and a half or seven hours sleep. Sure. But the thing is there's, Because I listen to my phone all the time. Yeah, my phone tells me to do stuff. Correct, constantly, just like Siri and Alexa. (laughs) But the the big thing for me is, I guess, is it's balance. Like, okay, that's great. Like, you want me to, you know, you want me to eat well. You want me to, you want me to work out. You want me to sleep well. But then, like, how do you balance all of that? Something's going to have to give. There's not enough hours. So I've, I you know, and I think as you get older as well you and, and especially if you're in the daily grind of waking up early anyhow there's not such a thing as sleeping in really that, that often right um so for me it's i i would love to have more time to sleep but there's also not enough hours in the day for me to be able to work a full-time job run a side business be a dad be a husband you know do all these things also oh by the way let's be healthy and spend 30 minutes to work out or do some like physical activity in this florida sun you know th- all these things together i think is just after a while, you're like, well, when do you want me to go to bed? Um, you know, for me to be able to pull that off. So, right. I love the concept of sleep. I want to sleep, and I and I do try to make. I've made efforts to sleep more as I've gotten older, um, but I also know that sometimes you got to hustle and you got to be able to get things done. And sometimes
0: when your brain is just going, you just got to you know feed the beast and keep going. Right. When you have that opportunity and that momentum, then you have to you have to do that. I think it was interesting because I saw two studies. Uh, recently. One came out that said, you know, this idea that you can catch up on sleep on the weekends Mm -hmm. is bogus and is actually unhealthy. Correct. And then within a week, another study came out and said, no, 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 it's fine. You can catch up on sleep on the weekend. I was like, oh, thank God. Cause that's the only time. That's the only time I can, I can catch up on that sleep. Yeah.
2: Sleep is phenomenal. Dreaming is phenomenal. Do you get enough sleep? I'd say I get enough sleep, but just barely. Just barely yeah. Okay. What does that mean? You know, like you're there's you're like seven hours people. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if if I can have a really good dream, you know, that's uh the right amount of sleep. Um some people want like five hours of sleep and some people want seven or ten hours of sleep. And do you want those consecutively? Yeah, if, like if you're, you're doing it right fifteen minute spurts. Yeah. I don't subscribe to the the power nap. Mm-hmm. Not that it doesn't work, but it doesn't work for me. Do you, um, are you bad at napping? Yeah, I'm one of those people that's bad at napping. Like, I'm already awake doing things. Like, why exactly should I fall asleep now? Yeah. And just, like, tough it through. Just wait the till the, the end. Day. Yeah, yeah. like It, it seems unnecessary. <laughs> okay. It seems indulgent. Good to know. No offense to anyone who does that. Though. No offense to all the people who are napping through yeah. the show right now. Currently, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's putting a lot of people to sleep. Okay, now you can talk.
1: Yeah. No, I feel like to a certain degree, your listeners are probably sleeping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to a certain degree. Yeah, they're kind of uh, half awake. Getting through the morning, probably making some coffee, maybe in the shower. You should listen to the show in the shower. You
1: think so? This is a
0: shower show. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to the show before, so I okay. have to go back and then I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. What I want you to do is listen to it in every possible scenario. Okay. And see which one, like, mark it down, score it. Okay. On a rating system, I'll send it over. It'll be about ten to fifteen different categories that you have to score it in, in each scenario. So, in the car driving to work, in the car, driving home from work, in the car, driving to church, because we're all churchgoers here, uh, in the car, uh, driving to the store. So there's a lot of in the cars, in the shower, (laughs) in the morning, in the shower, in the evening. I don't know how often you shower or when you you shower. (laughs) What if you don't? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When do you, where do you get your thinking done if you don't shower?
1: My thinking done.
0: Yeah. That's a good question. Honestly? Yeah.
1: Seriously? Yeah. Speaking truthfully? Sure. In
0: the toilet. In the toilet? Yeah. Oh. On the On toilet. The toilet. Okay. On it. On the Because
1: in it would... <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Good morning. You're listening to A Certain Degree. I'm Nick Jergoodio. Your host, in case you didn't know, that's who I was. You just heard from a few different people about how they get some sleep, when they get some sleep, if they get some sleep. That was Victoria Walsh, also known as the Macrame Mama. Debbie Getz from the Orlando Community Paper Anthony Bencomo of Deli Fresh Threads, Matt Verdier of the Just Okay Company and of course Marco and Sam DeGeorge from Theater on the Edge and Truthful Acting Studios that was sort of the last one was a transition between sleep and the bathroom which makes sense as I introduce my next guest Neil Arthur James if you've attended the Orlando Fringe Festival in the last few years, obviously not in 2020, but before that, you know Neil Arthur James probably as Dandy Darkly. He was going to actually premiere a new character named Chet Chastain this year at the 2020 Fringe Festival, but things that we couldn't control happened. Neil is the consummate professional, the consummate storyteller, so he decided to pivot a little bit and start doing video on the YouTubes on the interwebs out there, instead of making it easy on himself, and I admire him for this, and doing some of his characters, taking his past content and repurposing, I'm using quotation marks here, Neil decided to do something completely different, something he hadn't done before, puppets. It's called The Two Plies of Coronet County. It is amazing. He just released at the time that this drops, Episode seven, he's doing it all for the most part himself, writing, directing, puppeteering voices. It's remarkable. And by the way, the puppets are all toilet paper rolls. I'm I'm I know you want to see it now, so go look for that on YouTube. In the meantime, let's listen to Neil as Dandy Darkly and then Neil as Chet talking about some bad business ideas with me and the endorsements they're in good morning listeners hello dandy is here as part of the fringe festival and mm. because he's a dear dear old friend of mine as of one and a half hours ago that's long enough as far as i'm concerned right i think anybody would say that about me and <laughs> uh, most people do so, Dandy, I wanted to talk to you. You're a, you're a business person. You've written a book. Yes, I've, got it. I've, I've got written
1: a, a, of it a book, right Dandy here. Darkly, 666 Tales of Sex and Death, Volume 1. Volume 1. So I've i got assume. 20 down.
0: Volume, wait, there's 20 in here? There's 20 so of them in there. 300 so. volumes? You yeah,
1: know, there's going to be. <laughs> <I'm> determined. <laughs> i determined. I love it. You know, I got 646 left in me, and uh, it's available on Amazon and Kindle, or I usually have a copy or two with me. Just, okay. just ask me and I'll
0: sell you one. And you can go to dandydarkly.com to learn more about it. So you are uh, famous. And so what I'd like in to do... In my own mind, yes. ...is talk to you about uh, what I usually do in this segment is called bad business ideas. I would normally pitch you to bad mm. business ideas, and you have to pick the best or the worst. I see. But I feel like now that I have a celebrity on... no, a, ...an endorsement might be uh, a better idea. So mm. I want to pitch you some of the winning ideas from past shows that I think oh. would really appeal to the the dandy and all of us. Oh, it. yes. But specifically the dandy and you. I, hey, there's a... <laughs> There's a, I, like, I, like a, I, I like I would like it. I would I like little dandy and everyone <laughs> actually. So I thought so. So Dandy, the first idea uh, was there's a company in Japan, which oh. let's face it, they're on the cutting edge of everything. Yes, yeah, so including the Sex weird robots, stuff. all sorts of things. Yeah. So what were they? They were doing uh, 3D printed figurines of uh, loved ones who've passed away. Oh my goodness! So smaller, not full size. Yeah, okay, but smaller, <laughs> little statuettes and things like and that. I'm, and then, of course, the macabre
1: part of me immediately thinks that the, you know the, how they passed away and is there right. could it be like a, a death mask sort of a sort of situation? There? Oh, that would be lovely.
0: So what I was thinking is not so much to do those because somebody's already doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's but, been done already. But, you know, the the figurine would just sit there, right? Yeah. Unless you hired our company, which is called Bring Out Your Dead. So (sighs) what you would do is give us access to your home, and what we would do is move it around. Oh, my goodness. And spook you out. So one day you're going to get a glass of lemonade. There's Gamma under the sink where you keep your (laughs) body. I love it. And maybe you're getting into the shower, and there's Uncle Mortimer watching you. So, yeah, and you don't know where it's going to be. So it's spooky. It's like they're still there with you on some level, haunting you.
1: I I not only endorse it. I would be happy to be (laughs) the one sneaking into people's homes and putting their dead relatives in in
0: precarious places. But wait, before you answer, there's more. So that's bring out your dead. I'm always overly enthusiastic. No, no, no. I love it. This is great. Maybe you want to endorse all of them. Uh, So, Dandy, can we all agree that grave robbing is bad?
1: Grave robbing? Well, yes. It's it depends on how many gold teeth are in there. But
0: yes, yes, it's it's awful. It's bad. And what about grave borrowing? So, what how do you do we, mean? How do we really know what your deceased friend? So, this is a, again, we're going to the deceased uh, is going through. What are the? How do you know what they're going through unless you walk a mile in their shoes right. in the ground? So, what we would do is create a, a final besting place, <laughs> or or you could call it friends Oh. Yeah. And so you would share their last journey. So we'd set up little cameras and stuff. And maybe you could sit in the coffin with them for a little bit just to see what it's like. That's beautifully yeah. morbid. Yeah, I thought you would like that. I do like that, although
1: I am a wee bit claustrophobic. Oh, okay, I have to so say. maybe this is. So I really think the camera may, is maybe. Rather you know, than a... But I am a fan of being on camera, so okay. you know, it, it's a give and <laughs> take. I mean, I would suffer, I would suffer through an, an, I would suffer through a crippling bout of claustrophobia just to have just it put on, on, on the internet camera. or something. You oh, know, right, with, you know, it's, it's the, we we live, the, humanity lives now to be recorded. I mean, if. If, if there's not a camera or a microphone in your face what's the point nick there's no no point but i i, I do you have any more pitches or those i do the, oh, yeah i'm keep just wondering them, keep about them the other coming.
0: six days and 22 hours that i'm not on the radio uh, uh, i'm very depressed now
1: oh that's
0: well. uh do you ever binge any shows on like any of the streaming services like netflix or hulu or anything else <sighs> I, uh, Dan, did you have time to watch TV? Because you're know, always
1: out in the I'm always performing. so busy. I'm just being pulled in every possible direction. You probably got Hollywood calling. And no, agents. Just, and... Uh, it's mainly protective child services. Yeah, but okay. uh, There's but that anyways, too. no, constantly on the
0: go. Go, go, go. Well, um, just, so, one of the things that I, I struggle with is I, I do like to binge shows, but then yeah. I don't have anybody to talk to while I'm binging it. So, we create a company called Binge Stinge. Which would allow you... Or binge buddies. That's an even... I knew I was talking to the right person about this. Yes. And you could have people come over and watch movies with you. And then maybe they could spend the night... And just hang out. Yes. And because they may not have any place to go. Yes. So this might actually tie into the Fringe Festival tour yes. where people need places to stay.
1: Us, us gay people have a, already have that. It's called a hookup app, Nick. <laughs> and you, you, okay. And so there's even, there's, there's even a euphemism uh, chill and Netflix is oh. uh, is an actual I literal Netflix and chill Netflix oh I well, guess you do oh, it you seem to know uh, more oh, about this I mean than I, I read it on the internet yeah uh, on mm, some I see. level I see
0: uh we talked about summer camps earlier yes uh so one of the issues I have is they have all these summer camps now like when we were kids it was basically one kind of summer camp that well two there was the yeah. dandy yeah dandy and, there camp was, uh, and, and then,
1: and then uh, And then just
0: regular, non-fabulous
1: summer camps. Right, just super boring. Uh,
0: But now they have, you could do filmmaking, you could do acting, you could do uh, basically working with animals, any number of summer camps. Why do parents push their children these days to
1: figure everything out by the time they're eight years old? Right, I don't, but here's the thing. Animal husbandry
0: at seven. Animal husbandry camp, I think, is not as popular as Time to milk old Betsy. This is just a trick to get us to work on the farm, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. And Awful. Well, what they don't have is something that will teach them some real world things that they need to know. So, for yes. example, I want to create a, a camp. It's called uh, Snappy Campers, Snappy Camp, <laughs> uh, that, would, uh, that would teach them, like, how to be and how Slytherin. Like, so, for example... How to lie better. My oh. daughter is terrible at lying. And I feel like that's a skill she's going to need. Yes, absolutely. It's in, the, in the future of this world. She's going to need to
1: be able you, to do You're going to well. need
0: to know to. Uh, Covering your tracks. These are some of the, uh, the things you would learn at this camp. Uh, finding a person's weak spot.
1: It sounds like a jihadi camp. Like, they'll send you <laughs> off for, like, homegrown terrorists. Is this. Uh, no, is this... <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, no. Somewhere in the Ozarks. So, there yeah. would be a class about ninja throwing stars. <laughs> Uh, there would be arts and crafts, of yes. course. Uh, and then crushing your enemies, I think, would be a big part well, of it you as know, well. it's...
1: Uh, so, I oh, think that... I miss my ninja throwing stars. <laughs> I was a white trash child. Very really. nice. I don't even know. Is that offensive to say white trash? I don't know. I don't... Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. This day, everything is I'm so... I'm Canadian, so... You're, that's why you're so... Oh, and that's. Oh, that explains so much, so much now, Nick. The
0: hair and I the... I get it.
1: The hair, the syrup. You know, just all the syrup. Just that's <laughs> all <it hurts. laughs> he, Ladies guess. and gentlemen, he's sat here chugging just
0: maple syrup. Yep. For I was like, gosh, here we have coffee, but not Nick. No, just syrup all the time. Uh, one last one, and then I'll let you decide on which one you like all the right. best. All right. So, what's the best part, Dandy, of going to the dentist? Mmm. My gosh, I don't know. The teeth whitening.
1: I I have it's no like, idea. Uh, I like the, um, the lead blanket when they're doing the x Oh, it's very cozy. Isn't it cozy. It's very. It's so. comforting. It's like being held by a giant.
0: Giant. what's well, Be like being held down. Like you can't like move. A, yeah. Yeah. So what if we created a line of heavy metal blankets uh, for people to have at home? Mm. And so you wouldn't be able to move. Uh, You'd be less stressed because Mm -hmm. you'd be really frozen in place. You'd probably have to have somebody rescue you in the morning uh, and, and put you to bed. But yeah, that's the idea behind it. You could have it's different like, metals. I think like, copper does certain things. Or and really, depending on the decor of your
1: bedroom, you could really choose a nice metal to help help. You know, if you have a nice a nice yeah. autumn, perhaps a copper metal blanket would like help it. offset that. It's almost like voluntary sleep paralysis. Also, you know yeah. that, that it's like you're so <laughs> you're just so weighted down. You know, wake up and I don't know. It's uh, yes, I so. Okay, so we've got those are the,
0: all excellent,
1: excellent choices. We've got the blankets, I mean.
0: we've got the camp, yes, we've got the binge buddies, mm-hmm. uh, cough friends, and bring out your dad. I have to say, bring out your dad.
1: Okay. That, 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 I think that was your first best, I think your best pitch was your first one. So, and we will 3D print I your put my deceased little loved
0: one. Pinched
1: Barbara Corcoran, you know hat on and I do believe bring out your dead is going to be the one Perfect. that that really it, it Legitimately startles investors And uh, and their loved ones. Money, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And <laughs> what what's better than 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 meemaw peeking out from the um, From behind the the uh, the washing machine. Yeah, know, yeah, to, to exactly. really encourage you to uh, to to fork over some money that Sounds a bit well, threatening. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> Surely, does. doesn't it? I yeah, think so. Well,
0: I like the idea that if they do come home while you're there, you're in your full regalia. Yeah, always. That might also be a little bit scary as well. It could be, depending on what you're into, I suppose, <laughs> depending on your kinks. <laughs> now, last time you were here, Neil, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember, Dandy came out uh. and uh, we talked about some of my bad business ideas. And he endorsed a few. So, oh yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know if you remember. This has done really well since then. So we did a company. We it's started a, bit a company uh, called uh, Bring Out Your Dead. <laughs> and so this is for people who want to remember uh, loved ones who have passed. So there, there was a morbidity to it that uh-huh. I think, and and the macabre that Dandy really appreciated. Oh, yeah. And no doubt that resonated. So we, it's a 3D printed version of your loved one. It's smaller, uh, not a full size yeah. version. <laughs> That's and a lot of plastic. Not just <laughs> you know a little statuette of that person. Um, so that would be nice if you just had that as right. a little memento of them being around. What bring out your dead would do is we would go in two people's houses and move it around while they weren't home. And so that way they still felt like the person was with them. Yeah, absolutely. Does that make uh, yeah, I yeah, think that there's, makes sense?
1: Yeah, there's, there's there's, nothing more comforting than the feeling that there's someone in your house moving things when yeah. you're not home.
0: <laughs> or a ghost of some kind. A ghost. Uh, this has yeah. really taken off in the last two years. So this wow. business has done really well. So I wanted to see, um, and with Dandy as the spokesperson, I think that's the bigger thing. Now I know you have a new show, Neil, with uh Chet Chastain oh, coming God around. One of the people that you manage. Yeah. One of the many people that you manage inside it's, your it's own head.
1: Hard. Well, no, it, it it's hard. I mean, I am the Mr. Kincaid of this little partridge family, uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> traveling uh traveling shenanigans bus and menagerie. Mena- uh, yeah. And Chet is a uh I don't know.
0: Um Chet, you wanna say well, I wonder if Chet wants to come out and wake up. Uh, if Chet wants to do Sorry, wake up, okay. Come on, get over here. Hang on one second. Okay, Let's... yeah, go get him. <laughs> hey, Chet, who are you? I'm Nick. Good morning. morning. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what? What day is it, Ch- Chastain? <laughs> it's it's your world premiere on Radio Day. Ah, hey, everybody! I'm so uh, appreciating. Uh, doing this at this point. Um, Chet, let me ask you a few questions. Are you excited about being here in Florida? I am.
1: Florida's like home to me.
0: Yeah, because you're from from, Georgia?
1: Well, I'm not sure where I'm from. Sometimes I think I might be from California, and most sometimes I think I just might be here from Florida. You know, there's I like things that end with A most of the time. Oh, good. You know, it rolls off the tongue easily. Yes. (laughs) Sorry.
0: That's okay. Chad, do you need something to drink or some... Water some water, uh, some water. Something to smoke, maybe, would help?
1: Oh, uh, doctor said I had to quit smoking on kind of my emphysema. Oh, okay. Well, but I still smoke that. them, you know. Oh,
0: no, that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Screw him, doctors. Uh chet, you have a show coming up at the Orlando Fringe Festival in I May.
1: Do. I do. Are I'm you excited about it. that? I'm very excited of it. It's called <laughs> It's Called The Lovers, the Dreamers and Chet. <clears throat> and it's story it's my hours <clears throat> It's my hour of survivals. It's my stories of survival as a um, person living on this hard planet that we live on right now together. This tough
0: planet that you've gone to the school of hard knocks, I assume. Oh, Chet, don't cry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to bring up any bad memories by just suggesting that you're doing a show. I cry cry at beautiful things. Oh, okay. Good. (laughs) Um, It's okay. (laughs) It just transitions really well right into the coughing, though.
1: <coughs> it certainly does.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chet, uh, anything you want to say about the show? Like, what so, are you going to be... So when you say uh, well, survivals, like, how many survivals are we talking oh, about? Gosh. How many things have you survived?
1: How many minutes do I have in an hour, you know, man? There's 60. There's um, times. Every hour has the same <coughs> number of minutes. There's times in this world where, you know, you just have to look back at the footprints that you left in that beach. Yeah. And the further you walk, if there's more blood in those footsteps. You just have to ask yourself, what am I walking on? You know? That is, <laughs> And yeah. And, um, and then you just got to sit on that beach and you got to get digging at your feet. And no matter how bloody your feet are, whatever you can dig out of that foot, so that way when you <laughs> when you're walking further down that beach, um, may, who even knows what beach it is, but if you're leaving the blood behind you and your feet are just full of glass and you're not really sure what morning it is or maybe it's dusk and uh, <laughs> and that's kind of that's you know that's kind of what the show's about. Oh, okay. It tells, tells a lot, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> what beach is that so I can not go there? You know,
1: it's a metaphor.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: I talk, a lot of my shows are based on allegories and, um, and folk traditions. Yeah. And, um... But also, a lot of it is just horror, you know, really, really pure on, like, its survival and its trauma.
0: And And just the horrors of life.
1: But I don't want to make fun of it because people really do suffer, you know, and Mm -hmm. I've suffered a lot. But I think a lot of my, I mean, you might remember me. I was... um. I was that baby in the '80s that fell down. <clears throat> fell down that well. Yeah. Remember, I was on the news. Yeah, I fell down Not there f- the
0: five times. Popular one, I think that was Baby Jessica. So you were the other baby.
1: Yes, and Nick. Okay. Yes, and is uh, is a tenant of improv. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was that baby that fell down the well. But anyway, it's much funnier than it is here. You know, <laughs> I've gotten laughs before, Nick, and and I, I,
0: well, good. Not well,
1: your scathing criticism. I didn't come on this show. I mean, I have no, a publicist, you you and I didn't. have people who are supposed to manage me and put me in in front of the right sort of people to help me. Because otherwise, this is this flares up my pizza and that's PTSD. But I like to pronounce it.
0: PTSD. That is that is a good way to pronounce it. Chet, let me ask you this, and this might be something that you do have to survive as well. Do you want to uh, – one of the things I always do with uh, people who come in is ask them about bad business ideas. Oh, man, and I know see, a
1: lot about bad business ideas. Let see if me they want to endorse it because I feel like, Chet, you are you are
0: a man of the people. Well, that's awfully kind,
1: <laughs> kind of you <laughs> to say. That's one of the nicest things that's been said to me in the past month or so, at least in 2020 so far. <laughs> Can you believe it's 2020? I
0: cannot believe it.
1: I can't even believe it. I didn't even think I could count that. <laughs>
0: What are your ideas? Oh, okay. uh, I was just thinking about counting to twenty twice. Uh, the let's let's talk about um, let's talk about minimalism, oh, Chat, because I feel like that's something that you can relate to. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a like a Japanese lady's apartment, you right? Know? Yeah, the, tidying up with Marie Kondo. Oh and all my that goodness. Stuff. So do you do you, have you downsized would you move into a tiny house can you get rid of enough stuff
1: Let me tell you something
0: yeah chat
1: I've okay, lived very serious I've lived in some tiny freaking houses yeah okay? I've lived in some of the tiniest, freakiest little houses that you can imagine. I I I spent four years of my life living in a little kid's a uh, little fake little house back behind the parents' house, and they had no idea I was living you in right there. On. I was drinking out of little tiny plates and eating off of little tiny saucers, and I lived out there quite nicely for. <laughs> 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 for a full four and a half years, you know, before those people even came out there. So don't you tell me about little tiny houses? What's your idea? Oh,
0: uh well, it sounds like you know a lot about little tiny houses, which is great. Yeah, because a is... lot of people are moving into them. I don't Absolutely. Know if you've heard this, uh for a number of different reasons, not just squatting in somebody's backyard. <laughs> so uh what stops people from moving into the small houses, into the tiny houses is all their stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. And I mean, as someone oh,
1: who the, oh, the burden of stuff, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so what I was thinking is we could actually build the tiny houses out of their stuff, so they could bring it along. Oh my gosh, that's what, genius! Yeah, so it's a, a new company would be called Fly Walls. <laughs> Take all the things you love and build your tiny home out of them. So, like books, for example, books are the biggest one. People oh can never gosh. get rid of books. Do you read a lot, Chet? I read about as much as I have to. Okay. But uh, so for some people, we could put the books up and make walls out of them. So if they wanted to read, they just walk up to a wall and open up the book. (laughs) And the roof could be made out of their uh, Blu-ray DVDs. Oh, my goodness. For example, because who really watches DVDs anymore?
1: I know. I mean, just even opening the little plastic package is too much just to get the DVD out. By then, you could already press the button and be watching Mulan,
0: anything you want. Exactly. (sighs) Now, uh, Chet, let me ask you this. I'm in favor of that one you for like the that record. One? Okay, great. So we could talk to you about that. Um, I also wanted to do something on as an app. I was thinking apps are really big now, is my understanding.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, on, bacon, bacon tater tots and, bacon uh, tater and tater tots. stuffed loaded taters. and Yep, exactly. <laughs> I love apps.
0: Uh, I was thinking apps for your phone. Now, do you feel like uh, around you are the signs of... Foreshadowing, like different things are going to happen based on you know this bird flying oh, or seeing oh, a a particular cloud type. Oh,
1: Nick, there's harbingers of our imminent peril around every corner. Right. I mean, a crow flies over your head. You know, if uh, a person if, walks over if, your grave. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've had more than a few people step over me thinking I'm dead, Nick. <laughs> more than a few. So, um, you know, don't yeah, laugh about people I'm, stepping over my grave. I'm, I'm
0: not laughing about it. I'm just thinking about... More
1: than a few, let me tell you, mister. <laughs> how many?
0: Again, I can't
1: really count okay, that. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, so, all these harbingers, all these things. Uh, if you were able to, maybe you don't know how to interpret it, but you see it. Yeah. So, with this app called Metaphor Shadow, you'd be able to take a picture with your phone and it would translate that metaphor or whatever that is for you. Yeah. And you would understand what's about to happen to you. It's
1: kind of like peyote for the millennial crowd, I suppose. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so you don't have to think about it anymore. Maybe it's a spirit animal and maybe it's trying to tell you something. That sort of Heck thing.
1: Heck yeah, I like
0: that. You I like that one? That. I like that. All right. Okay. I need uh, a phone, but I like it. Okay, we'll <laughs> get you a phone and you can be the, uh, the person <sighs> to, uh, hey, to talk about bagels? that. What? I was asking if they got bagels over there.
1: Oh, Y'all really? got bagels?
0: All right. Okay. <coughs> so will get you some bagels. <laughs> <coughs> so, do you have any bad business ideas that you want, chat, that you have done in the past that you want to talk about or you want to pitch to us, like the listener? You have a whole audience of people in Orlando. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was
1: slinging heroin down on 4th Street for a while up in New York City. Yeah, that's not a a business idea. That wasn't a good idea, let me tell you that. No, no. This 8-foot-tall prostitute came up towards me, and she was like, Hey, you selling heroin? I was like, I sure am, honey. You want a taste? Before I knew it, it was a police officer full on mustache. Mustache uh forearms biggest tree trunks i Mm -hmm. had no idea she whipped out of that little tina turner dress and then she had me up against the wall (laughs) i went down for that one so that's a bad idea
0: okay that's a real bad
1: idea i don't don't got a funny name for it it's just selling heroin don't do it
0: (laughs) great that's some good advice uh crying sad or crying because of beautiful things
1: (laughs) it's kind of beautiful because she she wrote me letters in prison for a while. Oh, that's nice. nice.
0: (laughs) That's nice. I miss her. Okay, let's Uh, get you some bagels. Let's get you into some
2: bagels.
0: (laughs) I'd like that very much. Okay, Chet. Thank you. We're going to play a song now. Uh, This is Nomo.
1: Hey, Um, hey, see my show at the Rainbow Venue next Orlando Fringe coming 2020. The lovers, the dreamers.
0: (laughs) Chet, sorry Uh, to interrupt you. No, no, no. Thank you for that. Actual uh, actual play of Montreal. This seems to be an appropriate song title. Keep sending me black fireworks on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to Odd Numbers. And Neil Arthur James, Chet Chastain, Dandy Darkly on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. I'm Nick Chirgudu. If you want to learn more about Neil and his many, many characters, and especially the two plies of Coronet County, please go to or consider going to dandydarkly.com to learn more. If you want to hear more of the episodes with Neil or any of the other characters, not characters, the guests that I've had, characters only applies to Neil Arthur James. Uh, Any of the other guests that I've had on the show in the past, really neat people from around the Orlando area who are doing amazing things, go to a website called to a certain degree.com. I have been Nick Jorgudiu, your host. I will continue to be Nick Jorgudiu human as I am no longer on the radio after I say this. You're listening to WPRK, Winter Park, Florida.